Section 65 of England, Scotland, Ireland and Wales. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The World Story, Volume 10. England, Scotland, Ireland and Wales. Edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 65. Edinburgh after Flood and Field, 1513, by William E. Aiton. News of battle, news of battle, hark, it's ringing down the street, and the archways and the pavement by the clang of hurrying feet. News of battle, who hath brought it? News of triumph, who should bring? Tidings from our noble army, greetings from our gallant king. All last night we watched the beacons blazing on the hills afar, each one bearing, as it kindled, message of the opened war. All night long the northern streamers shot across the trembling sky, fearful lights that never beckon, save when kings or heroes die. News of battle, who hath brought it? All are thronging to the gate. Warder, warder, open quickly, man! Is this a time to wait? And the heavy gates are opened, then a murmur long and loud, and a cry of fear and wonder bursts from out the bending crowd. For they see in battered harness only one hard-stricken man, and his weary steed is wounded, and his cheek is pale and wan. Spearless hangs a bloody banner in his weak and drooping hand. God, can that be Randolph Murray? captain of the city band round him crushed the people crying tell us all oh tell us true where are they who went to battle randolph murray sworn to you where are they our brothers children have they met the english foe why art thou alone unfollowed is it weal or is it woe like a corpse the grisly warrior looks from out his helm of steel but no word he speaks in answer, only with his armed heel. Chides his weary steed, and onward up the city streets they ride, fathers, sisters, mothers, children, shrieking, praying by his side. By the God that made thee Randolph, tell us what mishands had come. Then he lifts his riven banner, and the asker's voice is dumb. The elders of the city have met within their hall. The men whom good King James had charged to watch the tower and wall. Your hands are weak with age, he said, your hearts are stout and true. So bide ye in the maiden town while others fight for you. My trumpet from the border sides shall send a blast so clear that all who wait within the gate that stirring sound may hear. Or, if it be the will of heaven that back I never come, and if, instead of Scottish shouts, ye hear the English drum, then let the warning bells ring out, then gird you to the fray. Then man the walls like burghers stout, and fight what fight you may. It were better that in fiery flame the roof should thunder down, than that the foot of foreign foe should trample in the town. Then in came Randolph Murray, his step was slow and weak, and, as he doffed his stinted helm, the tears ran down his cheek. 
they fell upon his corslet and on his mailed hand, as he gazed around him wistfully, leaning sorely on his brand. And none who then beheld him but straight were smalt with fear, for a bolder and a sterner man had never couched a spear. They knew so sad a messenger some ghastly news must bring, and all of them were fathers, and their sons were with the king. And up then rose the provost, a brave old man was he, of ancient name and knightly fame and chivalrous degree. Oh, woeful now was the old man's look, and he spoke right heavily. Now, Randolph, tell thy tidings, however sharp they be. Woe is written on thy visage, death is looking from thy face. Speak, though it be of overthrow, it cannot be disgrace. Right bitter was the agony that wrung that soldier proud. Thrice did he strive to answer, and thrice he groaned aloud. Then he gave the ribbon banner to the old man's shaking hand, saying, That is all I bring ye from the bravest of the land. Ay, ye may look upon it, it was guarded well and long by your brothers and your children, by the valiant and the strong. One by one they fell around it, as the archers laid them low, grimly dying, still unconquered, with their faces to the foe. Ay, you well may look upon it, there is more than honour there, else be sure I had not brought it from the field of dark despair. Never yet was the royal banner steeped in such a costly dye, it hath lain upon a bosom where no other shroud shall lie. Sirs, I charge you, keep it holy, keep it as a sacred thing, for the stain ye see upon it was the lifeblood of your king. Woe, woe, and lamentation, what a piteous cry was there, widows, maidens, mothers, children, shrieking, sobbing in despair. Oh, the blackest day for Scotland that she ever knew before. Oh, our king, the good and noble, shall we never see him more. Woe to us, and woe to Scotland. Oh, our sons, our sons and men. Surely some have escaped to Southron. Surely some will come again. Till the oak that fell last winter shall uprear its shattered stem. Wives and mothers of Dunedin, you may look in vain for them. End of section sixty five. This recording is in the public domain.